0: In October 2004, there was a paper published in Science magazine entitled Electric Field Effect in, a- in Atomically Thin Carbon Films. This paper, written by Kostoya Novoselov and Andre Game, and a few others, contained optical and atomic force microscopy observations for one atom layer thick, two dimensional carbon material called graphene. The paper reported transport measurements, that is movement of electrons, of the graphene. Six years later, they were awarded with the Nobel Prize for Physics for producing, isolating, identifying and characterizing graphene, and for groundbreaking experiments with it. Essentially what they had done was to demonstrate a simple method for producing or extracting graphene from graphite and showed how they could be used. The very simple method, Scotch tape. This is Drunken Science, and today we are talking about graphene. Hi. Hello. How are you, go? I'm peachy, and you? Hi. I am also orange. It's not, it's not also, but separately.
1: Oranges and lemons. Yeah. I'm fruity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've said that before. Tell us about graphene, Linga.
0: Graphene was uh, first theoretically studied in 1947 by Philip Wallace as a step towards understanding the electronic properties of graphite. In 1984, it was pointed out by Gordon Walter Semenov and friends that the current in graphene would be carried by massless charge carriers. Since the 1970s... Did you have a question there? No. No? Since the 1970s... Graphene was grown on other materials but that came with the problem of charge transference to the material, making experimental measurements of graphene unreliable. What? Basically, they uh, grew graphene on other materials, but because it's sort of like connected to other materials, you couldn't properly experiment the properties of graphene on it. Okay. Because it's Infected, or it's uh, yeah. The other materials yeah. are Infecting affecting the yeah. results. Now, mm-hmm. in two thousand and two, Andre Geim was inspired by the fact that the properties of graphene had yet, had not yet been measured, and challenged a student of his to see how thin he could make a piece of graphite by polishing it down. Kostya Novoselov, he didn't make graphene this way, but. It did lead to the discovery through something
1: called a Friday Evening Experiment. We've all done the Friday Evening Experiment. Yes. What did you discover on a Friday (laughs) Evening Experiment? Well, (laughs) never to drink vodka and Red Bull again, probably. Yes, probably.
0: (laughs) Mine was probably not to let my friend spike my drink with vodka. Um. Also, Don't Drink Champagne was another one. But the Friday evening experiments were generally offbeat, interest-driven experiments that cunningly disguised the amount of work required to get results. Not at all because they're drunk, I'm sure. Game also had a similar reputation. Do you think, uh,
1: do you think Space Pirates was a Friday evening experiment? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope it was, because <laughs> I can't think of any- <laughs> The reasonable
0: explanation. Gim also had a similar reputation for playful experiments, including levitating a frog in 1977 to showcase his work in magnetism. He also developed a new type of sticky tape based on gecko's
1: feet. Gordon Gecko. Did did he have sticky feet? I don't know. He was on um, Wall Street. He was the character in Wall Street that said Grease is good. He could have and, sticky and feet. And so he's walking on walls. Yeah. He's like a a, uh, a greedy Spider-Man. Anyway, during a discussion with fellow
0: colleagues, it was pointed out that the Scotch tape he was using to remove layers of graphite were thinner than the pieces of graphite he ended up polishing down. In 2003, by extracting layers of graphite with tape and then using more tape on the flakes to make the flakes even thinner, He successfully extracted the very first graphene flakes and the work was published in 2004. This method is called the Micromechanical Cleaving Technique or more famously, the Scotch Tape Method. This paper paper provided the inspiration for for many groups to research graphene's properties now that a relatively easy production method has been discovered. Then, in 2005, the first major result on the properties of graphene was the quantum Hall effect, which is a direct indicator of the massless nature of the charge carriers in graphene that was predicted back in 1984. Basically, the electrons move at the hundredth, at a hundredth of the speed of light. Unlike other materials, it also demonstrated the quantum Hall effect at room temperature, which means it should be good for fast electronic devices.
1: How do they get the graphene off the tape again? And they teleport it. Okay. Then. I don't know. Yeah, okay. This is, this is, surely this is a, a very important thing. If you know, write into yeah. time travel at gmail.com. Or even if you're listening to this, write into <laughs> time travel at gmail.com. Uh, graphene. Is essentially a one-atom
0: thick layer of carbon that's in a honeycomb hexagonal lattice. Because of this two-dimensional only plane, it provides a great arena in which to study and experiment fundamental physics, with the electrons only allowed to move in two dimensions. With the electrons being able to move through it as though they are massless, it's also a great conductor. of electricity. It also has an extremely high thermal conductivity, which is the same in all directions, making it great for dissipating heat from devices. As devices get smaller and more compact, there's more of a focus on trying to keep the electronics cool and more reliable. Electronics are cool. Especially Apple ones. Um
1: you gave. But yes, it, it could uh, be very helpful in that in the future. Well, I should take out a copyright then. By
0: pressing a small tip through the graphene until it breaks, it has been found that graphene is stronger than diamond. In order to break it, in fact, you will need the equivalent of an elephant standing on a pin to break one sheet
1: of graphene. Where do the angels stand then? Uh, they so you have to kill the angels and then put an elephant on the pin? Yeah. it's oh, not very nice. What about an a, an elephant angel? Would that be okay? Yeah.
0: I can't see why not. <laughs> okay <Good. laughs> then, carry on. Graphene also has a very high absorption rate of light. Uh, it absorbs like 2.3% of light that passes through it, despite being just one atom thick. So you can actually see it with the naked eye, air. Uh, it's also uh, able to stretch to up to twenty, to even possibly twenty-five percent of its original length, which can make it great for flexible displays.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It will also act as a filter for uh, helium and other stuff, whilst allowing water vapor to pass through. Using this trick, uh, Game has managed to distill watered-down vodka. Lockheed Martin are hoping to produce cheap, effective water filters for uh, salt
1: water and stuff. Aren't Lockheed Martin the people who made planes? I Possibly, I don't know. They made the Lockheed SR-71, I do recall, back in the day. Karen. They weren't. They also, you shouldn't use as a filter for helium, because there's no helium left. Maybe you can use it to capture all the helium that's left. All uh, the helium and save in the it. World.
0: Yeah. And stop people using balloons and stuff. There are wrong with balloons. There is if somebody dies. <laughs> then what will do? Just because you wanted a floaty well, balloon. Well,
1: as, as, as long as they have a, f- as you say, floaty balloon, everything will be fine. Anyway, layering uh, the graphene with silicon water.
0: Will allow you high acoustic control over the various absorption and reflection effects of light to give controlled effects like those of uh, you know when you 've got oil on the water and you, yes you, you' be able to replicate stuff like that with a high degree of control uh, absorbing it with uh, certain other chemicals you could create a very sensitive sensor of sorts taking advantage of its high conductivity and by itself graphene is a very inert substance despite only being a single atom thick and every single bit of it is open to its surroundings the main drawback of graphene is that it's very hard to produce in bulk despite its easy to produce method you just
1: need a very large sticky tape
0: very time-consuming to do that, though. I w- I wouldn't want to be on the production role. It's just because you're, life, it's right. just cause you're but, lazy. Yeah. But since the uh, introduction of graphene, there's been uh, other uh, sort of wonder materials that have been brought to the fore, such as silicine, which was uh, in 2010, very much like graphene. Uh, it's silicon, but one atom thick. It was hoped this would be even better in graphene in usage in electronics because basically we already use silicon in uh, electronics and stuff. And it's got other properties that better suit it, such as being able to be a semiconductor, which graphene can't, not without other stuff that I'll get into later. But uh, silicine has recently been discovered to have suicidal tendencies. If oh, you it's like. uh, it's seen uh, space pirates then. Huh? It must have. Basically, once produced, uh, if any more silicon atoms uh, come into contact with the silicine, it basically crystallizes itself. It means basically, it's not silicine anymore. Mm. It's quite unstable in that respect. But there's a new kid on the market that's uh, just been discovered in the last uh, month or so, which is a nickel HITP compound. And uh, this has reportedly possibly been superior to graphene. Uh, Graphene's problem, as I mentioned earlier, is its inability to act as a semiconductor without being altered in a way that removes all of graphene's desirable traits. This new compound has set records for conductivity and can also act as a semiconductor. Tests so far have only been conducted on bulk samples of the material, with researchers expecting the 2D model to perform even better. And the best thing about this is this material has a tendency to self-form itself in nature, making bulk production pretty easy. It does not yet have a name, so I'll be on the lookout for this. Nicholson Nicholson Yes Are you calling
1: it now? Yeah, I'm calling it now <laughs> You've heard it here first Supertwist <laughs> Supertwist